everyone, and welcome back to Irish on Tap, a podcast about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish presented to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on social at BDON300. And today we are getting you guys ready for this weekend's matchup against Wake Forest. Senior day out there at Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, it's Sam Hartman reunion game. He plays against his old foes in Wake Forest. And we just look back to get back into the win column, right? Like coming off a very ugly loss against Clemson. You have a bye week in between that. You have time uh, to do some reflecting, to see where you messed up, and to try and correct it before you get back out there on the field uh, for the last time at Notre Dame Stadium in the 2023 season in front of our lovely fans. It is a game that we're favored heavily in. Uh, It's a 24.5 point spread. ESPN also has us at a 94% win probability. A game that, yeah, we we would have to – probably try harder to lose than to win, but a game that is still important in the eyes of so many. Uh, it's the last opportunity for so many of those guys to run out that tunnel at Notre Dame Stadium and play in front of that crowd. And it's just another opportunity to get better and build towards next season. I know the season has not necessarily met the expectations that we all had for it, but like I said, Uh, Last week at the end of the Clemson show, I'm still going to enjoy the last two weeks that we get in whatever bowl game that we get. And obviously college football still has, there's still a lot left to be desired as far as the CFP, the New Year's six bowl games go, but I watch it all. It it could be the freaking, it could be a bowl game between like middle Tennessee state and like Toledo. I remember watching that one a few years ago. Like I, I really don't care. If college football is on my screen, I will watch. Uh, I am guilty of it, and I look forward to this final opportunity to have a good good showing at home. We've played phenomenally at home this season, and we have a distinct advantage in that house. It's a special, special place. Uh, if you haven't been yet, I encourage you to go. But uh, as far as this weekend goes – I know I say it every week, but like, shit, are we going to get a Sam Hartman game? Like Sam Hartman looked terrible against Clemson. He has really not looked that great all this season, but if there's someone that knows how to beat Wake Forest, knows where the weak spots in the defense are, knows the type of coverages and, and the blitz packages and stuff that they send, it's Sam Hartman. And I'm sure a lot of that will be changed. And a lot of it will try to be disguised. But if there's one thing Sam Hartman does have is he is a relatively smart quarterback uh, and he usually makes the right decisions. But this season has not been his best work. He definitely put better, put forth better seasons during his time at Wake Forest uh, than we've seen him play this year here in Notre Dame. But in this game, you have to think that with it being senior day, with it being him going against his old his old team, he's going to try to put on a show. And I don't blame him. I think that – fuck, I mean, honestly, I'm going to see if they even have any of his props up because I, I know it seems like a dumb bet to take because Sam has not played well lately, but I wouldn't mind a little action on, on the heart man against his former squad this week. Let's see if they have anything close. Yeah, nothing listed yet. Action Network may have something. I really wouldn't mind though, like a little, a little same game parlay for this game. We'll, 
build some fun because I'm not touching no 24 and a half point line, baby. Probably probably be pretty close to covering, but that's still a lot of points. Oh, cool. They have touchdowns. Anytime touchdown score. Oh my god. They have they have estimated six fifty. Minus six fifty. Yeah, they don't have anything listed for Sam Hartman yet. Keep an eye out. Lots of Sammy Hartman uh, markets because it is a revenge game. And if there's one thing I love in the world of sports is a revenge game. And not, I mean, yeah, Wake, it's not like Wake Forest traded him or cut him, but you would think that in this world of the transfer portal, when you get an opportunity to play against your old team, you're going to want to show out. And I think he will. Uh, the overrunner for the game is 46 and a half. And like I said, ESPN gives us a 94% chance to win. This is a game that you can see some rotation. I think there's no reason why you can't see some of the younger guys playing. You can't see some of these younger receivers and defensive backs get opportunities in spots where, you know, maybe we're losing a guy to graduation or whatever. But we're not fighting for – the New Year's Six anymore. Anymore. We're not fighting for the college football playoff. We're simply just playing for pride at this point, trying to find a way uh, to get to 10 wins. And now that I look at it, too, we actually have a schedule with uh, 13 games this year. Because we're already 7-3, and playing play against Wake and play against Stanford. So you have 13 games this year with no – obviously we're not in conference, so – Pretty cool. I didn't. I don't think we. I think we used to play thirteen games. I think we usually stop out at twelve. So uh, that's a cool tidbit that I don't know how I haven't noticed yet this season. But seven and three on the season, so we have an extra opportunity to get to ten wins, maybe. We can get there. We're going to get there, uh, one game at a time. But this week, Wake Forest is going to try to shorten the game. They played. I want to say it was Duke. It's like not, yeah, it was like last Thursday, and they ran the football well. They had the short passing game going. They're playing tough defense. Obviously, Duke wasn't playing Ryan Leonard's back quarterback, but they almost won that game. They lost twenty four to twenty one, and they started the season actually pretty hot, and then they tailed off hard. So. Uh, they beat Elon, they beat Vanderbilt, they beat Old Dominion, they lost to Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech's fucking awful. Lost to Clemson in a close run, 17-12. Uh, they beat Virginia, or they lost to Virginia Tech 30-13. to They beat Pitt 21-17. They lost to Florida State 41-16, lost to Duke, and they actually played NC State in between the time that they played Duke and now, so... Uh, they are not coming off of a bye week, but they are fighting for bowl eligibility. So they have two games left to get bowl eligible. They have to play against us, and they have to play against Syracuse. So good luck with that. Um, <laughs> I don't think that – I don't think there's any chance, really, that Wake Forest wins this game. I think this game is somewhere along the lines of, like, 31 to 10 or yeah. Cause I think we're really due offensively. We really, God, we fucking sucked for the majority of this season offensively. It's been streaky, right? Like 
you look at Pitt and USC in back-to-back games, 58 and 48 points. And then, like, in our losses, we had 20 against Louisville, 23 against Clemson, uh, and we had, I think it was 14 against Ohio State. So, anytime we've played these weaker opponents, we've just absolutely pummeled them. But when we play... I don't know. I don't know how what I'm looking for, but when we play these higher level opponents, they, they seem to hold us. So we have had somewhat of a fluky offense this season, but Wake Forest defensively, not really too worried about it, right? Like this is a team that they've given up 30 points to Georgia Tech. They've given up 40, 30 points to Vatek. They gave up 41 to Florida State. Like last week, you know, 26 to an NC State team that we just routed. So, well, not just routed, routed early in the season. But I'm not worried about this. The guys are going to come out amped up. They had an extra week to prepare for this game, to lick their wounds, and guys that may have gotten hurt to get healthy. And it's a home game. It's senior day at Notre Dame Stadium. If you can't get up for that, I don't know what you can get up for in this game of football, Right. There's not much more that needs to be said, but I just want to see the offense build towards because we're gonna get a we're gonna get a tough bowl game, right? Like the next two games are kind of easy. I almost look at the next two games kind of just as bull prep. Like let's see where we can get this team. See you know if we can get them firing on all cylinders by the time we get to the bowl game, but. Wake Forest and Stanford, I'm not worried about either of those games. We will win this game. As far as the score prediction goes, I would say 31 to 10. I think that with the way that the Clemson game ended early on, there will be a heavy dose of Audric Estime. Like we'll see a lot more carries than we did last week against Clemson. That's not saying much because fucking Gerard Parker should still be left on the tarmac down in Clemson, but uh, yeah, they'll get him the ball early and often, and they'll use Audric to set up the passing game. And then when they start to load the box and when they start to send the blitzes and all that stuff, that's when Sam will start dropping them in over their head. I don't think there is any point once we take the lead that we'll lose it. And to be honest, like, there will be no point in this game that we're, we're not winning. Well, I shouldn't say not winning, but – we won't be trailing at any point in this game. This is a game that, like I said, you'll get an opportunity to play some of those younger guys later on. Uh, you'll have every opportunity uh, to see the kind of looks that you'll want to see later on in the season uh, offensively because you, you'll be able to impose your will on this team. Um, it's a it's a get-back spot, right? It's a good spot uh, at home. You're off a week by, and you're playing against a lesser opponent. Like, similar to Clemson, surely, what can go wrong? Nothing should should go wrong in this game. And uh, I think we roll in this one. 31 to 10, unfortunately, though, that's an underscore, and that is Wake Forest covering. So, like I said, I could see many different scenarios for this game, but the most likely scenario is a Notre Dame win, and at least by a couple of possessions. Um, if there was – a bet that I would take in this game, and I will. I'm looking for a big Saturday this week, right? I need, I need one. So 
Yeah, they have the 88th ranked red zone defense, and we have the sixth ranked red zone offense. It's going to be a shit show. Uh, team total 34 and a half, 35 and a half, some places. I don't hate it. Wake Forest is, is nine and a half. Some would say I do this shit, right? I said 31 to 10. Um, eee, I don't know. Let's see what this, what the first half is. Uh, first half is 20 and a half. I like that. I know it's more points in half the time, but I think we come out rolling. Um, first half's under 14. Yeah, it's 14 and a half. That's kind of high. I don't know. We'll, we'll tweet all that stuff out on Saturday. We'll get it all figured out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the end of the season, right? And let me take a look at the most recent bowl projection. Notre Dame bowl projections remain consistent after the bye. Yep, Notre Dame to square off against LSU in the Relia Quest Bowl. Let's talk about it last week. Still, sir, week and a half ago or whatever it was. If that's what we get at the end of the season, like it's not a season loss. And if we find a way to win that game, it's most definitely not a season loss. But it starts this week. It starts with a fast start on offense and a strong defensive performance, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to be able to turn the football over. Uh, the quarterback over there at Wake Forest has turned the ball over uh, quite a few times this season. Mitch Griffiths, he has nine touchdowns and seven picks. He's been sacked 35 times. So create pressure with four. Let guys like Xavier Watts and Benjamin Morrison do their thing on the back end of the defense. And it should be a very easy day on the defensive side of the ball. Their leading rusher, Devon Claiborne, only has 586 yards on the season. And their leading receiver, Jamal Banks, only has 528 yards on the season. So a team that lacks leaders on offense, I doesn't really have like a quality defense, just kind of a team in flux. And I wonder why they lost their quarterback, but um, there's no excuse to lose this game. And there's no excuse to let this game even be close. I think our guys roll in this one. I think it's a very, very fun day to be out at the stadium. If you're, you're traveling to this game, I can only hope that the weather is good, but whether it's good or not, the guys on the field's play will be hot, so it won't matter. You guys will be able to witness a fun game. And uh, I look forward just to hanging out on my couch on Saturday with, like, five TVs rolling and this one on the big screen. So uh, there's definitely uh, worse times to be a Notre Dame fan. I'll say that for sure. Like, sucks. I know last week was a, a rough loss and – Last game was a rough loss, and last show was not as fun as uh, the shows that we win after. But I look forward uh, to getting back in the win column after this game. And then, too, uh, we will be getting you guys ready for Stanford. So we'll go back to next week. It'll be a little bit of, little bit of a Wake Forest, a little bit of Stanford. And then um, we'll have a standalone episode for the postgame for Stanford. And then we'll do – some episodes, I would say a couple of episodes before the bowl. For sure, pregame and obviously a postgame. And then I'll try to get some player interviews. I haven't got a player interview or even a media interview. I wouldn't mind it. So uh, open to any and all uh, suggestions for the show. Obviously, I'm a one-man show, but uh, without Notre Dame football, I, I, I'd probably be a little bit crazy because, as you all know, I'm a Bears fan. So um, 
love this team. I know we're not exactly where we want to be at this point in the season, but you still have an opportunity to send off the seniors the right way, send off the guys that are going to be going to the NFL draft the right way and build momentum for the bowl game and for next season. And like I said, it starts with Wake Forest, starts to the tune of 31 to 10 victory for our Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And on the offensive side of the ball, I'm looking for a big game out of Sam Hartman. On the defensive side of the ball, I think that Xavier Watts continues his interception streak. Uh, and honestly, like I said, he should be the nomination for the Thorpe Award at the end of the year. But win or lose, we'll be back with you guys uh, in the middle of next week to recap uh, the game against Wake Forest, and then also to get you guys ready for the for the upcoming uh, rivalry game against Stanford. And that's a road game traveling to California for that one. So with that being said, whether it's your first show or, or you've been with us uh, since the very beginning of the show back in 2019, we always appreciate the support. We appreciate the engagement on game days. And uh, we look forward to another Notre Dame game day here this Saturday. Kickoffs 3.30 Eastern time, 2.30 Central Standard. You guys know I'm the Illinois guy, so I always got to put that one out there. But I got nothing else for you guys. As Mama would always say, Irish by a thousand. We'll be back with you guys next week. And go Irish.